Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. Hey everybody, right, this week we're going to be, well we've got a really interesting conversation about lengthening. So it's a tactic that we can use to build our alcohol-free life or, or whatever it might be to kind of build up some more time, actually anything free. So this works for alcohol but you could easily use this for sugar, you could use it for any number of different habits or, or addictions or anything that, we, uh, that we're on a journey to kind of uncover or release or find freedom from. And yeah, we uncovered some stuff in here during the chat that we didn't have planned. So it was cool that I love when that happens. They just like, you know, all these ideas just pop as you're having a having a sort of present conversation with someone. So uh, yeah, it's been an, it's been long requested. It's probably one of the ultimate kind of tools or tactics that we can use on the journey. And so wherever you happen to be, and even if you're already kind of successfully alcohol free, this is going to be a really great one to tune into. Let's talk about the psychology as well of why approaching things in that way for many of us can be really helpful so just staying away from forever and, and ideas like that although helpful for some people not for all of us right myself and my journey it was really great to go through a process of lengthening so um really cool conversation can't wait to put it out into the world and uh yeah oh final thing if you get a chance this week please do go and leave us a review we've had some beautiful ones in january we're going to start reading some of them out on air as well because it's just really nice to to hear from all of you and uh, yeah so if you've got just a minute to go and do that today we'd, we'd love it and it's one of the great ways that people find out about us and discover this and uh, just get involved in that present and sober spirit awesome see you soon no, i'm not yeah you are yeah i am i am going to do the intro because that's my job one of yeah. my many jobs unless i steal hello it. pardon Unless I steal it from you. Yeah. I do that sometimes. I'll nudge you out. Nudge you out. Oh, hey, team. Stop it. <laughs> get on with it, then. Get... <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Presence of a Podcast with me, Ellie, and Sam. Trying I'm not to... talking now. Yeah, don't. It's just you today. <clears throat> it's lovely to be here. <laughs> And your, face, your face tells a different story. So no, we're not on YouTube at the minute. Um, no, it's it's good to be here. And uh, one of the things I was thinking about this morning was how wonderful it is that we continue to grow in our little little Facebook group, in our big Facebook group. And we've been having some wonderful discussions and seeing people come off the back of Dry January, mm. the live alcohol experiment, and. Uh, you asked actually in the group, you know, who was who was lengthening, and uh, we thought this would be a really nice topic for a podcast because it's not just relevant. Re relevant. It's not just relevant for coming off the back of dry January. It's a really helpful and useful tactic to employ wherever you are at in your journey and whatever the time of year is. So we thought we would talk about that, the yeah. what, the why, and the how. Awesome. I love it. I was going to make some rude joke about it not being about length, but today length. it is about length. It is about length. <laughs> it's all about the length today, people. So here we go. Um, go on then, I was Ellie Crow. to lower the tone. Well, I couldn't help myself. I'm, I'm 
just being childish. Our audience, I know our audience loves a little bit of silliness. So that is fine. true. That is true. Um, right, let's start with the what then. What on earth are we talking about lengthening? What are we talking about? So in in short, lengthening is where you are deciding to elongate your time alcohol-free. So what have you done now? Just throwing my water around. Sorry, everyone. Oh, at least there's a lid on. So you may have done something like the live alcohol experiment like I did, and you may have entirely surprised yourself with what the experience was like. And whilst you don't necessarily want to commit to being alcohol-free forever, because that's a weird thing to think about, mm. you could have the notion of like, well, I, I kind of want to continue on, and but I'm perhaps not sure how to do that. Like, where do I go from here? And so when we have a break from alcohol, particularly a break like 30 days, it's a really nice amount of time for things to start recalibrating, settling, um, returning yeah. to health. So it can be highly valuable to not only consider, you know, where you want to go and what your intention is beyond the initial time frame that you may have set, but if things are going well and you're learning and you're curious and you're interested, then lengthening as a tactic is essentially adding additional time on. And you might say, oh, I've done 30 days, so I'm going to do another 30 days. Mm. Or you might say, I've done 30 days, so now I'm going to see if I can do 90 days. Mm -hmm. um, another um, option is a much bigger time frame, and some people may decide do you know what? I'm going to take a year. I'm going to have a year alcohol free. And that's a really nice length of time. I always think of Emma, our good friend, Emma Gilmore, when I talk about taking a year off because that's what she did. She, she said she did the live alcohol experiment as I did. We're in the same class, but we didn't know each other at the time. And then she decided, right, I'm just, I'm taking a year off. And the reason I'm taking a year off drinking is because I want to experience everything. I want a full year under my belt, all of these different scenarios, celebrations, circumstances. I want to experience it all alcohol-free mm. to see what it's really like. And the byproduct of that, which was wonderful, was that despite being a party girl and no doubt having a lot of friends like I would have that would cajole you into drinking, she in, in in kind of setting that marker, that line in the sand, people asked her the first time and she said, Oh no, I'm taking a year off. So then they left her alone. Yeah. Which was marvelous because it's really then helpful for that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. then she wasn't having to make, you know, one decision after another and this repeated effort to um, you know, dissuade other um other folks' intentions for her. So that, I mean, it just seemed like an awful lot, long time. But equally, you know, as we get older, the time seems to go by more quickly. So maybe it's not that long at all. But in in terms of a, a tactic, that can be really, really useful. And somebody that's in my world at the moment, somebody I'm coaching, said um, recently that what they're going to do, they, they wanted to experience their last year of their 40s alcohol-free. And I really like that as an idea. It's like, wow, yeah, because it's that same thing of it's a year, it's an expanse of time, but it's it's got some real depth and meaning to it. And again, in those conversations with other people, like who can argue with you when, when you say that's your intention? I want to have my last year in my 40s alcohol-free. So yeah. I think that's great. It's actually just, I guess it's just a little side note. That is a really powerful 
thing about saying to someone because often people are looking for well i don't want to lie and i also don't want to give people the whole truth or whatever right now so one really amazing thing to do is just say to people look i'm doing a one month experiment or i'm doing a 90 day experiment because they'll be like oh right okay fair enough it doesn't because a lot of the stuff that might come up in them if you say i've i'm i'm going alcohol free Mm. doesn't sort of come up and obviously it's becoming a lot more common these days. And that's not me sort of giving this as any kind of prescription, but it does seem as if we're looking, if we're moving or working towards being able to sort of really fully open up about everything, but we're not ready to do that yet. It just seems to be like a really honest uh, and authentic thing to thing mm-hmm. to say that doesn't, you know, doesn't have the same kind of uh, effect in terms of conversations on a night out or, or something like that. But anyway, just a side note, I, that just, yeah, it's really true. I really, I think that's a really great thing. Okay, mm. that's the what then. That looks like we've done a you've done a great job of that. So do Thanks, we want to talk buddy. about the why? <laughs> yeah, I just feel I'm just here interviewing you today. Do you want to talk about the why? Why would uh why would anyone choose to focus on length or lengthening? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> now, why would any why would anyone say for example, if you've done a 90 day because there's a few different things here, right? Um there's the why would someone who's done a 1 month uh, experiment for example want to add another month or why would someone who's done six months want to add another six months and then there's also mm-hmm. the kind of psychological stuff about that which i think is in so there's a few different yeah, i don't know there's a few different reasons why so what comes mm. to mind for you first and then i'll 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 pitch in if i feel like you're doing a bad oh, job thanks. i got thanks, you buddy. Don't listeners Holding don't worry I've, i'm sorry <laughs> Holding <up> my rear <laughs> goodness me do continue <laughs> with your lengthening (laughs) (laughs) good lord um oh dear uh the the the, well one of the big things (laughs) big things is that something magical happens with the expanse of time Mm. so many times i'll speak to people and they are already deciding what's going to happen in the future and the brain has this wonderful way of predicting what's going to happen and so we we kind of get ahead of ourselves. We jump ahead and decide all of the things that are going to happen and then mistakenly not live in the present moment. So with that expanse of time that we can create for ourselves, it's a real gift of opportunity to dispel any of the, the myths mm. and to allow like any of those old beliefs, any of the residual beliefs that we might have, it's a really nice opportunity to allow, but whilst we're not engaging in the old patterns, the repetitive behavior, those neural pathways are going to disconnect and disappear over time. And the other thing that's happening is that we're creating new connections, new neurons are firing and they are with the repeated new behavior we are then uh, forming new habits and new patterns so with that process that's taking place where in actual fact you end up in a month six months a year's time can be entirely different from where your brain had predicted you were going to be and we sit you and i see this play out so many times with people where they had one notion of what it was going to be like and then they give themselves the gift of the opportunity and it's entirely different. Mm. Yeah, I love that. 
I give you a um I give you a seven out of ten. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I need to see you up up in your game next round. I'm joking. That was brilliant. So it's true. I, I what really struck me when you were talking was um none of us ever actually experience forever. We experience the present moment. Like that's that's the only mm. thing we ever truly have, right? That's the only experience we're ever having. And so the the thing about we we think we're getting information from our about what forever would be like or what being alcohol free would be like, but, but it, that's not what we're getting information about. We're getting information about our perceptions around the form, the thought form that we've created. And very often because forever is something we don't get, we scare the shit out of ourselves. We're like, Oh God, I don't know what that would be like. And, and we're feeling that we're feeling our idea of forever. We're not feeling the reality of it, as you say. And then the wonderful thing about going, okay, so just shell that for a minute. And look, that thing works really great for some people. And I really, if it empowers you to just say, done forever whatever great you do you there's no one way to do this um but for many many people myself included it was great to just be like okay well what's the length of time that's challenging but doable so for me i i chose six months i think at one point um which i then lengthened to a year because it felt natural because what actually happened mm. was a lot of the things that i was kind trying to convince myself were true at the beginning or things i had kind of sticky thinking about um Life just taught me that, uh, like, yeah, life just taught me everything I needed to know. Like three months, four months in, I just started feeling so great. I mean, I felt, felt great before that, but then another layer of like feeling amazing came along. And um, I just, I was just waking up feeling fresh and I was starting to kind of, my anxiety was dropping and I was starting to make real um, kind of just deep connect with myself again, really deeply and my meditation was getting better. Everything was just getting better. And that point, it just seemed to make sense for me to be like, huh, um, yeah, I think I'll probably do a year then because it's this mm. great at four months. And then at some point along that journey, it made sense for me to start saying to people, yeah, I just don't drink. I just yeah. don't drink. And so it's kind of funny that even if you, I've often said this, but even, but it still looks true to me now, which is good. Um, even if you know that you're experimenting with what being alcohol free, it doesn't matter if at one level you're saying, but I'm going to, I'm going to do a month or three months or six months <laughs> um, on the journey to that. Like it, that it doesn't look like it, it matters to me. Like I kind of knew that I was messing around with alcohol freedom, you know, forever, all that kind of stuff, but I didn't know what it meant. So I just kind of had that. I knew that was the case. Um, but then I just went on my own little journey of of lengthening bit by bit by bit, and it all just fell into place. And yeah, it was great. I I'd really recommend it to anybody who hasn't tried that, particularly because what I think a lot of people do is they do like a one month. They go, oh, I'm going to go alcohol free, so they jump from the thirty days to the to the forever yeah. bit. And then yeah. when they, you know, maybe they put a few days together, a few months together, a few weeks together, whatever whatever it is, um, and then they're like, why was thirty days so easy? And and this is so hard. It's because you've shifted the psychology of it, right? It's because you've, and you can, you can do things like this to help you on your journey to becoming alcohol free. It looks to me that most people after a year of alcohol, of, of not drinking and having, looking in the direct, looking in the direction of, 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 uh, of what beliefs they may have around alcohol and stuff like that. People are in a really, really good place generally in a really, really good place. So if you get to that year by doing 12, 30 day experiments, or if you get to that year by mm. doing a six month and a six month, or if you get there by doing a one year, cause you've had a six month at one point, or I don't think it really matters. It, 
it's you're just going to learn so much along the way yeah you're going to learn a lot along the way and you're going to have a oh don't press the buttons lola lola's we've we've got lola the uh the hound she's here lola the wonder dog she's also known as is it about who 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 named her that me because is that you um no it's me because she used to catch spiders didn't you lola the wonder dog as in she was um running around in in her cape keeping you safe from them exactly does she still do that now um less so rockets usually in charge of spider operations (laughs) do they eat them rocket does lola just used to paw them didn't you buddy yeah protein i suppose yeah it is it is uh what what i was going to say before lola started pressing the buttons on my keyboard was that relaxing into whatever your uh your plan your journey is Hmm. is going to be the best way for it all to just unfold nicely without a lot of um unnecessary thinking around it so as with everything to to kind of hold it loosely and just be open to the experience as opposed to creating meaning about what the experience was so you know you were saying about like it it doesn't it, it doesn't matter whether it's you know 30 days 60 days some notion of months or years like that there isn't a right or wrong way to do this there's only your own way to do this yeah and whatever you choose to do at whatever juncture you're going to learn something from it the only thing that gets in the way is where we start creating meaning and story about the decisions that we make and the the way that we um show up in that time Mm. like it the more that you can relax into it the better And, and for me that comes from your intention so when you make a decision to lengthen that decision I think comes best aligned to whatever your true intention is and that's not necessarily going to be a behavioral i.e you know like the 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 classic you know I'm going to stop drinking or I'm going to take a break but well like for me it was all about um, peace and liberation like I wanted to feel peaceful in my life I wanted to feel liberated I wanted to not be thinking about drinking all the time so having that as your guiding light is then going to you know put more weight behind the action that you're taking like lengthening yeah and you can also that part of the brain that's like that starts freaking out if you're thinking about like you know all that that big stretch of time of not drinking or whatever it quietens it if you say if you say imagine you've got 30 days and you say okay i'm going to do another 30 and if i drink at the end of that so be it that part of the brain just shuts up it's like okay like you and you can literally say to that part of the brain and that's 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 fine if we if we decide we're going to do that we can do another month though right yeah yeah okay we can do another month it quiets down um and then in the end that voice that was never you anyway a lot of it may have been coming from you know, the kind of the phantoms of alcohol or the neuro, you sort of like, um, you know, the patterns in your brain that are kind of like uh, shifting and changing. It just kind of softens and goes away. Um, 
yeah, I just think it's such a great thing, actually. I think it's something that a lot of people um, will have heard of and maybe haven't tried it because it, because it doesn't necessarily seem logical or like, oh, yeah, well, how's that going to work for me then? Because yeah. surely it makes more sense to just kind of do a like, you know, a, a one and done type thing. Play with it. You might be surprised because like like you said, Ellie, I think it's um, anything that we can do to step out of the pressure cooker um mm. is really mm. powerful because then our wisdom we can hear things you know sort of beneath the noise of of our chattering mind um or the voice of alcohol or whatever it might be and it was the same for me i just wanted to experience more of actually what i'm experiencing right now just like feeling really light and open and and just waking up in the morning and you know doing yoga and you know all the things that light me up and not losing them and not feeling like crap. And I was just like, yeah, I want that for a bit longer. Like, I absolutely mm. want that. I want to focus on that rather than focusing on what I uh, what I don't want or what I'm afraid of. And I think bringing in another month or another length of time of whatever is, an, is a really practical way of focusing on what we what we want for that month um, and allowing us to kind of just like not have to look in the direction of all of that stuff. Cause I don't think it's always that clever or like perhaps clever is the wrong word. I'm not sure it's always that helpful to, for our kind of philosophy around it to be, I'm just going to build up so much reason not to do it in terms of mm. like worry and fear and all that kind of stuff. Actually focusing on what we'd most love to have and is so powerful. Like that's how we become the creators of our life. And I imagine, right? So you, you're not sure if you want to be alcohol free or not. You commit to the year. And over that year, you do some incredible things. You launch a load of stuff because you've got loads of energy. You're sleeping better. You're eating better. You lose a load of weight, whatever it happens to be. You get to the end of the year. Do you think you're more or less likely to uh, to be moving towards all the things you you most want in your life? Like it just looks like a, a really powerful way of approaching it to me. Yeah, it it is because everything that is true has the opportunity to surface mm. whereas if we take a break and we're not deliberate about what comes next it's usually then some iteration of like wow i did 30 days you know how i'm going to celebrate i'm going to celebrate by getting smashed wonderful yeah. and then you're, you're back into the food mixer and again i hear a lot from people like oh you know oh why did i do that mm. well it's just again it's just part of your process it's okay like there's nothing lost but if you haven't thought in this kind of a way before like very deliberately and creating intention that leads you to the kind of life that you want it's intensely powerful and yeah. it it builds like you it's, it's not just like a, a one and done exercise. It's something that you carry with you forward. Whatever you're doing in your life, having something to orient from that is deeply rooted in who and what you truly are, as opposed to a lot of funky beliefs that might not even be yours. Yeah. And what occurs to me in this moment, which I've seen before, but I'm seeing it more clearly now, is that you know, thoughts and feelings, they're not giving us the indication. They're not indicating what we think they are. So for example, we may not feel like we're ready to be alcohol free, for example, because we've got a bunch of thoughts and feelings that are telling us otherwise, even though we can feel in our gut, that's what we want. Now, if we wait until our feelings and thoughts align, 
we might be waiting a very, very long time, particularly if we're in a cycle of drinking and stuff like that. So just because you don't feel ready to go on the journey, that doesn't mean it's true. And if I look back on almost everything in my life, stopping drinking, stopping smoking, stopping all these different things, it's like, actually, I didn't feel completely ready. Sometimes I was there and sometimes my thoughts and feelings told me differently. And actually just doing it anyway and going and getting the data, you might get a real shock because if you're like... I'm pretty sure if you talk to anybody who's left behind any kind of addiction or or use disorder or however we want to talk about it, wonky relationship with anything, we never feel completely ready to do that. But then we realize that, oh, no, I'm absolutely ready. Like all of those those thoughts and feelings weren't telling me about that. They were just moving. They were constant variable. But what's not is you. What's not is what you want. So commit to the journey you might just be surprised you might just get the shock of um, the best shock ever where a few weeks or a few months down the line you're like oh i'm totally ready for this like because how many times do we hear i just wish i'd done this years ago or oh, and very gosh. often it's just because we haven't done it right it's just because we've yeah. been innocently waiting for it to actually this is interesting as well one of my wonderful um coaching client said to me the other day she'd had a profound insight where she realized that because she'd been told because she knew it was true that it was possible for being alcohol free to become joyful and effortless and easy whenever she stopped drinking and she had a craving or a trigger she had unconsciously been telling herself oh you must not be ready then right you're not there yet and then she had this huge insight where she realized oh it's not that at all like it it becomes that but just because we get some discomfort early on or along the way that you know you're not doing it wrong that 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 may happen and it and it's uh, and that's okay it's totally safe to go on that journey and so if we're waiting until we think we're at a point where we're not going to feel any discomfort we <laughs> might be waiting a very very long time so i would uh go for it go yeah. for it and yeah well, well well mate how i don't know for the how Something that seems important to me is that if for anyone who thinks, do you know what? I think I'm going to do this. I think I'm going to do another month or whatever it might be. Um, I always like to say to people, pick a length of time that's both a little bit like, oh, and also you sort of a, a nice challenge that you know you can do. So for me, it was like I'd already done three months, so I chose six. I was like, yeah, I know I can do that. And for many mm. of us, if we've done 30, adding another 30, for example, or if it's you've done your first weekend, you do the next weekend. Or if it's... Yeah. 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 So how does it look to you? That kind of looks, uh, there is no specific prescription for this, but that looks helpful to me. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree because you, you don't want to set yourself up for something that seems impossible because we, we want to, we want it to be motivating. Mm. Um, But that discomfort that you were just talking about is important because that's where growth is going to happen. So if you just set yourself something that you know you can do, you're either quite quickly going to become bored with it. Um, You know, it's 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 not it's in that stretch that we are pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone. We are um, opening up opportunity to really learn and to grow. So I think that that's a really good way to frame it. And in terms of the nuts and bolts of like, what is the number? Well, that's entirely down to you. And you will get a sense as to what feels right. You just got to get quiet and, and listen carefully. And I don't mean necessarily listen for the words. It might be words. It might just be 
uh, a pull, a feeling, a knowing. But you'll know, you will know what's right when you settle on it. And you can be confident that whatever you try on will be the right thing for you. And you can always change it is the other thing. You can always um, change your mind. And, and and by the way, that also goes for like, if, if it feels like the right thing is to set yourself up for a year, you're not committing to forever. So if that kind of takes off that, um, that restrictive element off the table, then you can always go back to drinking, right? But your likelihood of wanting to go back is diminished because you've experienced what's really real as opposed to your thinking. And if you're anything like me and you go back after 18 months or whatever, you're just going to get a bunch more data that for all you know, I mean, it was the best gift I ever gave myself. It it was what actually set me free. And the other, so yeah, yeah, I love that. Final, Final thing that I think would be really interesting is that a lot of people I see them say they're on the cycle of that I do eight days and then and then I drink or I do nine days and it always seems to be day nine or it always seems to be I think a lot so what can be really powerful if that is you is just to go so if you find that you normally do a week and then it's the following Friday or something like that just just lengthen those couple of extra days to the Monday so do do two Fridays on the bounce and then check in with yourself because the thing is there's nothing special about fr- like I know that some of us have circumstances or stuff that we go out to into the world that we used to do on a Friday or perhaps it's the day that we have home alone or perhaps it's the day where it's you know I don't know movie night with home the- alone with Macaulay Culkin <laughs> yeah you got it <laughs> movie night with the partner or whatever right but that's all that's all you're feeling your thoughts and perceptions about that thing like the the thing that tends to bring us back into drinking after a length of time like that is just that there's something that wants out and we don't know what to do with it so either we're like oh i've got boredom going on or i've got like you know i'm starting to feel um stuff again or i don't know how to be on my own or well there's something really amazing to see there you're not broken you're not broken you're just and, and so lengthening can be really powerful because it can allow you to see that play out a couple of times and then you can learn for yourself experientially that oh those thoughts and feelings do pass they're not here forever um because here's what usually happens is you wake up the day after so say you've got to day nine a few times on the bounce right so you say to yourself just going to extend this and do 10 you get you wake up on the morning of day 10 and you're like oh wow i feel amazing like i'm so happy that i didn't drink last night and you realize that all of that was just moving through your your thought system and 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 you never know when you're just like that where the where it just bub- the bubble just bursts and you just see things yeah. differently and yeah so there's so many different ways you can play around with this it's such a really useful thing mm. but it's it, it, i hear this phrase quite often and it's um particularly pertinent here it's like you never regret not drinking you know can, you never can, think... can you move closer to the microphone please Eddie Crow? Sorry, it's because the dog's on my lap. I know, but, but now we're going to fall off. Shocking. Move know, the well, microphone pe- closer to you. I can't. It's on the edge of the desk, mate. See, this, this is the technical challenge of having a hound pack at home. Mm-hmm. But our listeners will um, be forgiving of that, I think. Um, yeah, you, you don't regret not drinking. You don't ever wake up and go, oh, I really wished I drank last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that meme is so true, isn't it? So true. Yeah, thank God. Just so glad that I got absolutely twatted last night and I've woken up with this pounding head. 
said no one ever. Yeah. Well, look, there we go. You've done a perfect timing. When we when we were thinking about how we how we were going to do this, and I left you in charge. I thought, oh God, here we go. Let this is going to be way too long or way too short. I thought the length of this is going to be well off. Oh. But da-na-na, imperfect. Perfect length. Yeah, it is the perfect length. And there is a perfect length for you as well. All of you out there. There is a and only you can know that, right? I know being silly right now, but only you can know what that is. And so mm-hmm. it is It is going to be different for all of you, but it's going to be looking at what you've already done, feeling into whether it's repeating that, extending that just a little bit more and just feeling into that feeling of, okay, just the right level of challenge, a little bit daunting, but exciting. And and that kind of like ball of like, yeah, opportunity and and and, uh, and possibility. That's the, that's the secret sauce as it looks to me. Mm. Awesome. So let us know what you think in the Facebook group. You can give Sam a rating out of 10 for holding up my rear. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. Right. I'm uh, I'm going to click that button. Have we got anything else to say? Just have a wonderful week, folks. See you soon.